Welcome to Making the Magic, a podcast talking about all things Disney, Universal and beyond. This week, we're talking about staying in a villa on your holiday to Orlando. Find out why this could be a great option for your family as we share all our top tips for choosing the perfect villa. I'm Amanda. And I'm Martin. And this is a super popular option, isn't it? For not only for sort of larger families, but people who have been to Orlando quite a few times and they want to not only go to the parks, but also go and explore the local area a little bit more and have a bit more of a chilled, relaxed sort of time, not do hitting the parks every single day. Now, Amanda, you've been to Orlando once or twice, I believe, and you've stayed in uh, villas quite a few times, haven't you? Yes. Yeah, so yes, I have been to Orlando quite a number of times and particularly the first few times I went to Orlando Stadium Villas. I think I've had about five or six villa holidays and particularly when we've been with extended family. So maybe two or um, three families travelling together. I think a really, really good option for those larger families. And if you want a bit more space, Definitely. I think space is the number one thing while staying here because, you know, you've got the hotels at Disney, you've got the hotels in International Drive and all over Orlando. I think it's about 450 hotels in total just in the Orlando area. So there's a lot of hotels to choose from. But, you know, the ones on site at Disney, most of them, it's going to be, you know, a standard sort of hotel size room. And you know what? especially if you've got older kids, you don't spend that much time with your kids uh, in one room. <laughs> you don't spend two weeks together in one room. So having this extra space and privacy, it's just a great way of, of having a bit more sort of chilled and relaxed holiday, I think, isn't it? Yeah. And you say about older kids, and that's definitely true that perhaps, you know, if you've got teenage kids, you don't all want to be in one room with two queen beds for two weeks. But actually, we find villa holidays much better when our kids um, were little because particularly they wanted to go to bed a bit earlier or we wanted them to go to bed a bit earlier. You don't necessarily want to be going to bed at 7 or 8 p.m. So having a villa is brilliant because one thing, they could have their own rooms. They weren't disturbing each other if they were waking up early in the morning. But then in the evening, when they're in bed, you've still got your own space. It's not like you've got to switch the light off and all be there lying in the dark yeah. until they go to sleep. <laughs> and then you fall asleep as well. Yeah, I always have these visions of parents having to go and sit in the bathroom, watching TV with headphones on or something like that, whilst the kids are trying to get to sleep at I'm sure some at people night. do that. Yeah, I'm sure they probably do, don't they? And I think with the jet lag at the beginning of your holiday, that if you're travelling from the UK, the first few days, you're bound to wake up at like 4am, 5am, just because that's the way your body clock works. And with young children, it's hard to explain to them that, uh, yeah, it's really too early to be getting up when their little bodies think uh, they should be. And so that's where a villa is great, because if you're in a hotel room, you just don't want to be disturbing other people. You can't really be going out. There's not stuff to do. Whereas if you've got your own villa, if you do all want to get up at 5.30 or 4.30, whatever, you can do because you're not disturbing anybody else. Um, got your, In most of the villas, you've got your own private pool. And whilst I wouldn't suggest going and splashing about and making lots of noise really early in the morning, if you do want to have a little quiet swim, then you can do. Yeah, you can sort of just plonk your feet in there, can't you? Especially if you've been out in the parks for a few days. Quite nice to sort of put your feet in the water, isn't it? Just to relax them a little bit. And my feet, sometimes when I go in the park, I'm quite used to walking lots of different places, but I kind of find theme park walking is different to everyday kind of walking. And it makes my feet a bit sort of more tired. So, uh, yeah, I do want to sort of put my feet in the water. And just yeah, you shouldn't underestimate the amount of walking that you do when you go through uh, the, <laughs> the theme parks in London. I think I need to get 
in training for my next holiday after having all this time just being in the house and not going too far I definitely need to get myself in in training for my next trip but but no that private pool is something that is a big draw to people when they're staying in a villa isn't it you know the idea of staying somewhere for a couple of weeks got your own pool just outside there I think is very appealing yeah, obviously they're not as big as a pool you're going to get in a hotel. So it, you kind of have, but then it's a private pool. So you can kind of make as much noise and splash around and jump in it as much as you like, as opposed to having to get, grab your towels and head down to the pool from your hotel. So it's a bit of a payoff. But then, of course, there are villas which are on gated communities that have got communal pools. So if you do want to have the bigger pools, maybe with slides, maybe with a little, uh, little uh, river rapids kind of thing, then you can get the best of both worlds. Yeah, so some of these um, developments will have a big resort-style pool, more than one. Like, say, might have a lazy river, might have slides, jacuzzis, pool bars. So you've got the advantage of having your own pool by your villa, but then you can also go out and have that bigger resort-style pool with more facilities as well. Yeah, I think that's a sort of a massive plus because you kind of get the best of both. You kind of get the, the facilities of staying in a hotel, but the privacy of being in your own villa as well. So you do kind of get the best of both worlds. That's what I would pick. Have you stayed in any of these where you've got the communal pools before? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, after we probably didn't end up using them too much. I mean, it was nice to have it there maybe just for one pool day, but it tended to be, yeah, parks in the morning and then, you know, back to the villa sort of late afternoon, kids splash about in the pool and, you know, make dinner or go out for dinner later on. So, but if you're having a whole pool day, then it is good to have that resort style pool too. Yeah, and talking about dinner, that's one of the other big advantages is having your own kitchen. Now, some people think that because you're staying in a villa that you need to cook every single meal there or you're going to be tied to the kitchen and it's not going to be much of a break. But you can cook as much or as little as you like. When I've stayed in places that have got sort of kitchens before, sometimes we cook up uh, there. Sometimes we go out. It's just great to have that flexibility and freedom to be able to eat in if you want to and just go go to walmart and grab some pizzas and throw them in the oven much sort of easier uh, and cheaper and it is going to save you a lot of money and again things like you know just taking bottles of water or having cold drinks to then take to the parks instead of having to keep buying them in the parks because they do start to add up uh, in price not cheap to buy a bottle in the park is it or even just snacks and bring a few of those in yeah, and we, we love going and doing supermarket shopping when we're on holiday. I mean, it's, I don't really like doing it in this country, but I like a little trip to Publix. That's my supermarket of choice when I'm in Orlando. And yeah, just say pick up stuff for breakfast, for snacks. I don't think we've ever cooked like a whole big meal when we've been staying in a villa, maybe a barbecue. So some of them will have barbecue grills. So you can have maybe a barbecue night. And again, we talked about these are great for larger extended families. So got a couple of families traveling together, grandparents and kids go to bed a bit early you can sit around the pool having a drink have your barbecue get takeout pizza take out chinese food whatever you know there's plenty of places near to these villas that you can go and pick up food if you don't actually want to go out to eat but you don't want to cook either so having that kitchen big advantage even if you're thinking yeah but i don't want to cook every single night i'm on holiday yeah i was just about to say takeout is another option as well i've done takeout and had them delivered to where i'm staying before and it's just a great way of being able to eat something different you don't have to bother cooking when i last time i was in orlando i went to olive garden and they were doing a promotion of buy one main meal and get another one to take home to eat the next day so that was quite good we ate out one night and then the next night could just have the uh, it was meatballs so i just had a big lot of meatballs to to 
to eat the next day. So it was great. It was basically it was like two for one, but the the second one you got to take home when you got to have the next day. So different I think kind portions, of yeah, portions are so big in the US, aren't they? That there's always stuff left over if uh, if you do want to do that. So let's talk a bit more about the type of villas that um, are available. So. Most of the villas um, that we're talking about here are the ones that have their own private pool. They start at three bed homes for smaller families. Don't have too many three beds. They tend to start at four bed, but then go up to these huge mega mansions, you might want to call them. So nine beds, sleeping 18, 20 people. So if you do have a really, really large family or group of friends that want to travel together, then these are absolutely perfect different sorts of facilities. So get some reasonably basic ones. I mean, still really, really nice standard. Um, But then you get others that might have um, their own cinema, a home cinema. They might have a bowling alley. They, I mean, there are some really huge villas with some amazing facilities. Yeah. I always think of the family from home alone, you know, um, when they're all staying, they're all going away on this massive road trip and there's 20 of them all going away. And I always think those villas are sort of perfect for these mass families. And we're seeing a lot of people now because they haven't seen their families for such a long time that they're actually going away as a family when they wouldn't normally do it. That You know, they're bringing along the grandparents, they're bringing along aunties and uncles or just friends as well. Everyone's sort of going away together a bit more than they used to in the past. Yeah, and I think a Disney holiday is the, the sort of one where, where people travel with their families. Grandparents really want to see, you know, the grandkids' faces when they're meeting the characters. And um, certainly when my kids were small, took my parents along at once. Uh, they went up to... Full park days every single day. But again, that's the advantage of having a a villa, isn't it? That uh, some people can have a a chill day back in the villa while other people are doing all park time. So, yeah, it's a holiday that does really lend itself, I think, to going with extended family or groups of friends. As you were kind of saying, I think most of the time when it's when there's more sort of uh, depends on the sort of party size and and the combinations, but. We normally recommend having having at least two cars because then you can split up. And if people need to pop back in the afternoon to go and have an app or, or they want to go off shopping or doing something else, it doesn't affect what everyone else is doing. Of course, you can just get an Uber or Lyft if you want to. You don't actually have to have a car. It is kind of a bit better if you're in a gated community because they don't the Ubers can't always get into the gated community. So you might have to walk to the front gate to go and meet them. And some of these gated communities are quite big. So that's going to be a little bit of a trek for you first thing in the morning. But it is possible to do a villa holiday without a car. But 99% of people do take a car, don't they? Yeah, I really wouldn't recommend doing it unless you're happy to drive. I mean, some of them, some of the developments do have shuttle buses to the parks. So you can use those. Uh, maybe for an evening where you want to have a drink, go out for a meal, then they're good for that. But I think you'll find it much easier if you do have a car to get around. Uh, as you said, Martin, that some of these developments are really, really large. So even getting to the main building, if you want to use that resort pool or yeah, just for getting it out and about, then you're going to need a car. But really easy to drive around. I mean, all of these villas that we're talking about, Disney area villas, they're around about, 20 to 35 minutes, they normally quote driving distance to Disney property. So that sounds like a really long time, doesn't it, to be driving 35 minutes um, somewhere. But if you just think Disney World is so huge, 
that even if you're staying in an on-site hotel, it could easily be taking you 20 to 30 minutes to get from your hotel to one of the parks. So I wouldn't be overly concerned about that. Yeah, I mean, if you're staying on-site at Disney, then, I mean, the buses run generally during the day sort of every 20 minutes or so, yeah. potentially. So if you've just missed one, then you've got to wait 20 minutes. And in that time, you could have got... And the good thing about having a car is when you're ready to go, you go. You don't, you're not waiting for a bus. You're not waiting for any anything else. You just jump in your car... Uh, and off you go to, to the theme parks. Yes, you do have to pay for parking, but, you know, if you're a big family and you're splitting it between sort of five or six people, sort of the $20, $25 to park, it isn't actually that much. And the saving you're going to make on having a villa compared to the hotel is going to be quite a good kind of saving as well. Plus also, you can fill up the car with snacks. You don't, you don't have to carry it all around. We've sent people back to the car before to go, oh, Fancy some more snacks? Well, send uh, send whoever back to the car. You you, you head off. Wouldn't wouldn't recommend us doing a, a Magic Kingdom. It's a bit of a trek. But at Hollywood Studios, for example, it's quite easy to get back to the car. It's not that big as a park, and the car park is pretty much close to the uh, there. So you can send people back to go and pick up stuff. One top tip, not necessarily related to staying in a villa, but to driving to the parks, is make a note of where you have parked. Because even <laughs> even at the studios, it is quite easy when you just you park up for the day, all excited about going into the park. Then you come out in the evening. It's like, where on earth did we leave the car? So yeah, take a photo of what you know parking lot area you're in, what kind of number row you're in, and that will save you quite a lot of stress at the end of the day. <laughs> well, I don't know, yeah, speaking from experience here, but, uh, it does sound like you're speaking from experience that you've yeah. lost a car before. Yeah, yeah, I'll go around the whole of the parking lot, as they call it, uh, just pressing the button to hope that a car unlocks <laughs> exactly and they are pretty good if you if you remember what sort of time you arrived then generally they know what area of the car park that they filled up at that time but yeah for the no stress option make a note of where you've left your car <laughs> <laughs> definitely so with these uh, allocation upon arrival villas clues in the name is you don't actually find out which area you're going to be in until you arrive so you land you go and pick up your car and then you head to the welcome center they check you in and then you find out uh, more information you pick up your keys and you find out where you're going to be they're all really easy to get to and obviously have maps and you know most people got sort of gps on their phones nowadays so it really really is easy to get around it just means that you're not going to be able to sort of necessarily plan that far in advance as to where you're going to be but it is the cheapest option. So it's kind of weighing up whether you need to know exactly where you're going to be in favor of saving a little bit of money. Or then the other options is to stay in named gated communities or named villas as well. Yeah. So these Disney area villas, you'll see them described. You could end up sort of in, in any of the areas. I would always recommend doing a named development. So they're kind of next level up. They're, they're not usually that much more expensive. And I think it is nice to know where you're going to be going to. Yeah, it's come almost, I don't want to say like a roulette wheel when you pick like the Disney area villas, but you do kind of, it is nice to know at least which gated community you're going to be in as opposed to sort of rolling the dice and finding out, oh, we're in this one this time or we're a bit further away. And also just kind of getting your bearings as well. If you if it's your first time going, it's even if it's sort of second, third time going, it's such a big area that if you've stayed always in one area and then you're in a different area next time, it can be a little bit confusing as to where things are. You need to sort of check on the GPS and check on the maps as to sort of how to get around. 
Yeah. And you know what facilities you're going to have there and, yeah, say plan your route, that kind of thing. So a name development, you know the area you're going to stay, but you don't know the exact villa. So you know you're going to get a four-bedroom home, a five-bedroom home, you know, definitely accommodate the the size of your party. You know you're going to have a private pool, you know you're going to have Wi-Fi, that kind of thing, but you don't know the exact. For some people, they do want to know the exact property they're going to stay in. So if you've got very specific requirements, so you know you need this many king-bedded rooms, this many twin rooms, you want this many bathrooms, all that sort of thing, then we can book you an individual villa. So then you know exactly the one you're going to get. Yeah, and these are really great, as you said, for people who need to know what the bedroom sort of types are and exactly the kind of layout because if you're going i think a lot of the time could it's not that much more to have so for example you're a family of four so when you stay did you end up in a three bedroom or a four bedroom generally yeah well there aren't that many three beds so i think you probably even if you book a three bed you might find that you're going to end up in a four bed yeah so again if there's sort of just four of you Booking a, a you know a, a three or four bedroom villa is going to be sort of enough. You're going to have plenty of space. In fact, actually, you're going to have an extra room. So it doesn't really kind of matter too much about the layout. If you are filling your villa almost to capacity, you might want to know the layout. So you might want to know that you definitely have X amount of twin beds, X amount of king beds as well. So you know everyone's got sort of certain space to be sleeping in. But that's kind of getting down to your family as to whether they're happy to share beds or if they need to have separate beds or separate rooms or, or whatever. Yeah, I think it, it's something times we get, you know, you've got all adults traveling and then some of the villas will have rooms with bunk beds and things, which are not necessarily going to be suitable <laughs> if you, you know, older adults who are going. Um, so if you want to avoid that, then you can book an individual villa and you know exactly what you're going to get. So you know what development and you know the exact villa. The one thing to say with those individual villas, I, I don't know, you know, we have it, We you can see pictures, you can see all the floor plan and everything, is you can get quite hung up on, I really like the sofa or I really like the bedding or I like that. Of course, if you book it way in advance, they might redecorate they might buy any furniture yeah so, uh, those things can possibly change but the actual layout and everything uh would be the same yeah it's sort of something to bear in mind i suppose if you're a villa owner when you go out and buy bedding you buy quite a few versions quite a few lots of exactly the same bedding to put on to to make sure that you don't have to sort of uh change it if there's a problem or anything like that but yeah i mean yeah. And, and they are the majority of them are, are individually owned villas so they are sort of decorated slightly differently with the different sorts of things on offer there some of the communities they do standardize things more so if villa owners are wanting to rent them out then they have to have a certain furniture pack they have to have a certain standard so you know more what you're going to to get but yeah, you know, we can can guide you to help you choose them the right villa um, like we said, there's different sorts of developments. Some are more residential, um, some are gated, some have lots of on-site facilities. Some are more like a hotel. So you will have a, a check-in area. You'll have like a bar, a restaurant, all that sort of thing, like a resort-style pool we talked about before. Others, much more residential. So you're not really going to have a check-in area. The Welcome Centre people will give you the information just to go directly to your home. And then, yeah, you probably won't see interact with other people who are on on the development in all the time that you're staying there. It's worth saying with all the villas we book, you do get the contact details for the local rep. You don't always have to go physically to a welcome centre, particularly nowadays we're doing uh, more remote sort of check-ins for them. Um, So you just get given all the details in advance. But there is a local representative there in case you've got any questions. So 
can't work out how to work the TV or the cooker or um, something doesn't seem to be working quite right, um, then you've got somebody there who'll be able to help you out. Yeah, I always seem to struggle. Well, with cars, I always seem to struggle to work out how to switch the lights on. I can't work it out in any other car apart from mine. It's confusing. And I'm kind of the same with the oven as well, is sometimes the ovens look like they've been built by NASA. It looks like it's something you should get at the Space <laughs> Center. And I just look at it and go, whoa, this is far too confusing this to work out what I need to switch it on to because they've got settings for every they're asking you what you're cooking in there and I just want heat I just want 200 degrees please just just heat heat it up yeah I don't don't need to tell you what what's inside it or what I'm cooking just just heat up the oven so there are some which are you know sort of -of state-of-the-art sort of high-tech ones yeah, I think things in fillers are generally easy to operate. They seem to choose the things that uh, most people can deal with. What we always really like is the huge American style fridges with the ice maker. And then, yeah, you need to go and fill that up with all your food on your shopping to Publix or Walmart. Well, usually the first thing you do is, isn't it, is, is you, you drop off everything and then a couple of you will head into the car. I don't know if everyone necessarily heads in the car to go to, to the supermarket and then you go in. Go and pick up all your stuff and then head back. And then, yeah, first night is usually quite a chilled, relaxed evening, isn't it? Yeah, after a long journey, you don't want to be booking in too much to doing that first night. So, yeah, just go and get some of your basics um, and then ready to go the next day and start your holiday. Yeah, up at three o'clock in the morning because yeah. you've got jet lag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> up super early in the pool by five at the park gate. You're there for rope drop. You're there before the cast members even arrived at the park. So, yeah, uh, make the most yeah. of those first few days doing, <laughs> doing some park days because you'll be up nice and early. Yeah, um, yeah. A couple of other things to consider if you're staying in a villa. As we said, lots of benefits. So you've got plenty of space for everybody. Um, you've got that kitchen, so you can do cooking there if you want to. Another thing, this sounds really boring, but I like in a villa is that you've got a washing machine. Like, oh, no, yeah, you don't want to go on holiday to do cooking and washing and all the rest of it. But particularly if you've got young kids, you're going for two or even three weeks, then you don't want to take clothes for every single day. You do want to be able to, to wash stuff while you're there. Yeah, but you know what? All you're doing is you just you're taking the big pile of clothes that you've made in each bedroom, you're throwing it in, and then you tumble dry it afterwards. So you're not really doing a lot of kind of work, but it's great because one, you know, I mean, I've spilt stuff down. You know, if you got like a, I remember having a cocktail walking around Epcot, and someone bumped into me, and most of the cocktail went over me, as opposed to so you know, a bit stained. Plus, also, you don't have to take as much, and if you're not taking as much clothes, you can bring back more can't you you can go and all those extra t-shirts and souvenirs if your suitcase is not full up of t-shirts then yeah great you don't have to uh take as much luggage over and you can bring a lot more back and i really like coming back with clean clothes so that you oh, don't yeah. have that horrible thing when you get back <laughs> that you've got all this dirty washing to do immediately you're back so if you come back and it's already all washed i think that's that's really good one of the things you do need to consider is you're not going to get any housekeeping i mean some of the villas you can pay extra to have more frequent cleans of the villa but with most villas they're going to be all properly cleaned and everything for your arrival but you're not going to have anybody coming and changing the beds or hoovering or cleaning up in the time that you're in in your villa again there will be a hoover there and you've got your washing machine if you do want to change your bed for the the time you're there or wash the towels and all that kind of thing but nobody's going to be doing that for you yeah i mean how often do you need to do those kind of things whilst you're away you're kind of not really in the villa huge amount of time so i mean when i'm in a hotel i decline housekeeping sort of i let them in every sort of three days or so because i don't need someone to make my bed for me (laughs) yeah i mean at disney now they do insist on coming in 
every day yeah, yeah to your so, hotel room don't they yeah. do a visual inspection even if you don't actually want them to come in and do housekeeping i quite like housekeeping i like somebody coming in and making the bed and tidying it all up but staying in a villa it is different it's your home away from home so yeah you're not going to have people coming in and doing that you'll also need to buy all your basic supplies so when you arrive there will be yeah there will be some toilet roll there there will be perhaps a starter kit of washing up liquid that kind of thing but pretty much everything else you know you are going to go and have to do that shop somebody's not going to come and change the toilet roll or uh, yeah give you sort of (laughs) stuff to wash your clothes with or all that sort of thing so you do need to buy all those basic supplies Make sure you're stuck up on toilet roll. No one wants to be left short. Uh, You need to to have that, your essentials. And also other things you need to be putting the rubbish out. So there'll be some guidance as to what day. Lots of the villa communities, they do actually come every day or every couple of days. So you'll need to make sure that you're putting the rubbish out. So we said it is those kind of things that you need to be taking care of that you wouldn't if you were staying in a hotel. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other thing you've got to think about is also checkout times as well. So on your last day, you're going to need to be out of that villa reasonably early. It's a bit different to a hotel because it is it's, it is going to take a lot more to clean it. So you're going to have to be out there a lot earlier. So it's a case of packing everything up into your car and heading off to wherever you're going to go for the day before heading off to the airports. Some people do book a hotel for the last night and kind of just uh just so they've got somewhere they don't have to be out the thing. Now, I like going to the park on my last day. When I go, my family generally stay wherever we're staying and just ha- chill around the pool or something like that. Whereas I think, well, no, I've, I've got an extra five, six hours. I can be in the park. I can do quite a few rides in this time. So I would head off to the parks. But I know some people just want to chill out and relax. So water parks are kind of quite good for that. I know a lot of people go to water parks on the last day. Obviously, you need to sort of make sure your clothes are a bit kind of dry and maybe put them in a separate bag. I'm not too sure when you're putting them into your luggage. Make sure you've got sort of plastic bags. So, yeah, last day is something to think about. The day you arrive, because of the flight times from the UK, you shouldn't have a problem about being able to get in all the flight times. Generally, you're going to get you for the in for the time when the villa's already going to be ready. See, when I've stayed in a villa, what I generally do is book an extra night at the end because i think that does help with that not having to be out in the morning it isn't that much extra to book an extra night so if you're going on a 14 night holiday book your villa for 15 nights and then you can just have a nice relaxed last day you can be around your pool you can spend the time in your villa not got to worry about what you're going to do with your luggage all day and then just head off from the villa to the airport late afternoon early evening whenever it is for your flight yes bit more of a kind of relaxed uh, way of doing it compared to my let's just go to the park again this is the last chance we can go to the park so (laughs) whatever kind of works better for your family (laughs) yeah yeah and i think with a villa you can because you spread out so much doing that packing at the end does always seem to take longer if you're in a hotel room it's all fairly contained whereas if you're in a big five bed villa you're suddenly finding things in bathrooms over here and cupboards (laughs) over there so i think having that extra last day to to do all that packing up is uh makes it a bit less stressful yeah you can sort of a bit more relax and chill out on the last day so maybe tell us about the the villas that you've stayed in whereabouts have you stayed so i've stayed in a few different places i think probably my favorite villa development is windsor hills so that is um, a gated community it's probably as close to disney as you can get and probably five, ten minutes to the Animal Kingdom, five or ten minutes to get onto Disney property to get to the other parks. 
really lovely development, good location. So very convenient for the parks, but also convenient for supermarkets, restaurants, has got a nice resort style pool, a clubhouse. It's even got its own little cinema that you can book out. So I would highly recommend that one. It is nearer the top in price point, but that's because you're paying for that amazing location. A bit further out, I think one of the first villa developments I stayed at is Highlands Reserve. That is a really, really popular development. So a little bit further out, but again, still close to supermarkets, shops, uh, restaurants, set on a golf course. So it's a really pretty development. Less of your communal facilities, more of a residential area, as well as the villas that are let out to people. But it really did feel like, oh, we're living like a local, we thought, oh, this is our house. Yeah. We're staying here for two weeks. We're going to see if it was. It was a really, really lovely holiday. And I'm trying to remember other places we stayed. Encantada, that is a really nice development, a reasonably new one. Again, got some nice communal facilities and a good mix of properties as well. I mean, we talked about you know villas. They start at three bed and go right up to these kind of nine bed properties. Some of the developments have townhomes and that's I've stayed at Windsor Hills and at Encantada um, in a townhome so these still might be three or four bedrooms but and we have a smaller splash pool rather than a full pool great for a smaller family I used to say you've got those resort facilities too but you're not paying all that extra for this great big villa that you don't need all the space um, but you still got the convenience of having a full kitchen the laundry facilities but then just a smaller splash pool um, for you to use yeah those are definitely a great entry level way of getting into a villa for a smaller family sort of a family of three or four a townhouse is a really good way of doing it a bit smaller they tend to be in terraces so you don't so you will have neighbors uh, maybe on both sides or on, on either side so and that the pool is a bit smaller it's a splash pool as opposed to sort of a more sort of bigger sort of swimming pool so if you you're looking for a bit more privacy than you're going to get in a in a hotel but you know the either the budget doesn't quite stretch or you don't really need the extra kind of space to go for a, a full size villa then a townhouse a townhome is a really good option isn't it yeah, no, we've really enjoyed our, our stays in, in those townhomes. And lots of the developments do also have condos or apartments as well. So again, if you do just need sort of a, a smaller property, um, they're great. So no splash pool, no private pool, but you have still got uh, the separate bedrooms for everybody, the extra space, the full kitchen, laundry facilities and things as well. So they're a good option too. Yeah, I stayed in one of those before as well. We didn't have a swimming pool, but they had a big communal pool and it was really nice. It was great to have the extra kind of space. We didn't really kind of use the pool a huge amount. We did it a couple of times when we sort of came back because Universal tends to close a bit earlier. So if we've been to Universal and we were eating back um, at the villa, then, you know, we'd kind of maybe head off to the, the pool for a little bit. Uh, and also uh, a lot of my family don't like being out in the heat when it's really really sunny so actually going a bit later in the day up to the communal pool was a bit nicer because the sun was sort of starting to go down a bit so it wasn't quite as hot they wouldn't have the blazing sun on them as well so you could relax and enjoy it a little bit more one of the things we didn't talk about if you are staying in a villa with your own private pool is pool heating um, you just reminded me of that saying about hot sunny yeah. days so for hot <laughs> sunny days in july and august you're certainly not going to need uh, your pool to be heated it will be heated naturally but if you're going in the winter months, so we'd normally say from kind of 
October time through to the end of March, then definitely recommend getting your pool heated. There is an extra charge for that. Um, it does depend on the villa. It works out about $40 a day, but definitely worth doing. Otherwise, you're just not going to enjoy your pool if it's freezing cold. No, you want to enjoy the pool. If you've paid the extra to have a swimming pool, then definitely you want to be able to enjoy it <laughs> and take it in on ice. Unless you like ice cold baths, then if you like ice cold baths and ice cold showers, then maybe uh, an ice cold pool is, is what you like. But I kind of like being able to get into the pool without freezing. <laughs> Yeah, they're meant to be very good for you, aren't they, these ice cold baths? But no, it doesn't really appeal yeah. to, to me, I have to say, that heated. And if you book that in advance, they'll make sure that they've switched it on sort of 24 hours before you arrive so that when you're there, it's all nice and warm for you for that first night swim. Yeah, you, know, you don't want to turn up and it's, it's cold on the first night, but it's nice and warm on the other one. So yeah, because nice yeah, they do take a little while to, to heat up. So it's definitely worth booking yeah, it in yeah. advance. Also, most of the, the pools in the villas, they come in sort of a, a pool cage. So this is to stop any insects, animals sort of getting into your pool area. So it can that can look a bit strange when you, when you arrive. It's like, why is my pool in a cage? But then when you kind of look outside and you can see some of the wildlife, you're thinking, yeah, that's quite good that I don't want that coming yeah. and getting yeah. into my pool. <laughs> Maybe don't spend too much time sunbathing out there, otherwise you might get a little bit of a strange pattern. But... Yeah, it does. Yeah, you don't really. That, that's fine. It's quite you know, The mesh is absolutely fine. And most of the pools have all of them. And we'll have nice pool furniture, so sunbeds, a table out there and chairs so that you can sit out in the evening. And don't be surprised if you get a little visit from the pool company. So every few days, someone will come along, just check on your pool, do all the kind of chemically things that need to be done. So somebody will make, be maintaining it well for you. Is there any resorts that you haven't been to that are sort of on your list of places to stay next? Oh, I've always have lots of places on, on my list. So one of the ones that we book quite regularly for people is Reunion. So get that's really, I have visited Reunion, but I haven't actually stayed there myself. And I think that is a really, really great combination of your private homes, loads and loads of choice from, you know, small town homes right up to these massive ones, but also has kind of the hotel type facility. So if they, if you wanted a private chef to come and cook you a meal one evening, they can do that. So you've got all those kind of concierge facilities, uh, but the advantage of an independence of a, of a private home. Um, Champions Gate is a really, really popular one, isn't it? We sell a lot of that. The homes there do look amazing. And then another one that is very, very popular with our guests is Calibay Park. That's a, a relatively new development, a little bit further out. So great for value for money the homes are really really nice standard and if you don't mind being that little bit further out you're going to really really enjoy your stay there yeah they're all fantastic uh, resorts and villa sort of complexes and they've all got something a bit different as well so the best thing to do is to speak to us and we can help find the best community and the best sort of villa for your family because what was great for one person isn't necessarily going to be great for another kind of person so we always kind of say when Myself and Amanda go away. We have different holidays. It's not because one's better than the other. It's because what's good for both of us and what's good for, for each of us is, is a bit different. And also we do get lots of people who do want to do multi-centre holidays, even in Orlando. So it might be that you want to go and do a week staying on Disney. You want to blitz the parks. So you're not really going to be in your hotel room that much. But then you spend another week or 10 days in a villa so you can have that pool time. You can maybe go and drive out to the beach for a day, go out to the space centre for a day. So you don't actually need to be on Disney property um, for that bit of your holiday. 
Yeah, and likewise, a lot of people might sort of spend a couple of days up at Universal and staying on one on site at one of their hotels that gives them the Universal Express Pass. It's great because you don't have to queue. That's <laughs> what we all love about Express Pass. So we do know a lot of people will uh, add on a few days. Sometimes just in the middle, they might just have one night staying in one of those. Don't need to actually check out of the villa. It's not worth it. You might as well leave your stuff and still go and have uh, one night up at Universal and then get your Express Pass uh, included for that sort of time there or if you want to spend a bit longer then maybe sort of do it at the beginning of the end but again speak to us and we can work out what the best way for your family is and then as well as Orlando we've got our villas on the Gulf Coast too haven't we yeah so these are a great way of mixing the frills and everything of being in Orlando and then having a bit of a change of pace and i think a lot of people have loved listening to our other podcasts where we've gone and explored different areas uh of florida so they can do a nice twin center and go and chill out and relax by the beach or maybe on the space coast all these kind of places where they can go and relax and have a different kind of holiday where they can go to the beach though maybe they can do a bit more sort of the nature things that are available in florida as well i mean we, we only spoke a couple of weeks ago with the lady from Crystal River, and I think we all want to go and do the manatees, and they've got some villas out there, haven't they? Yeah, so a little bit further down the coast there, we've got really great selection of um, yeah Gulf Coast villas, and yeah, brilliant base for going out to places like Crystal River, explore Fort Myers, Marco Island, all those kind of places as well. So yeah, definitely good for a twin centre holiday with Orlando then it's pretty easy then drive it's quite easy to drive around florida isn't it it's kind of all long straight roads pretty much isn't it so it's not yeah yeah no it's it's really really easy to to get around yeah i think a lot of people were quite scared to drive abroad one of the worries is people were scared because they drive on the other side of the road but my theory of that is you're still going forwards you're not going backwards so you're still kind of going in the same direction it's just on the difference so you just got to pay a bit more attention i think a lot of people were actually i think i read some of the you're more likely to have an accident in your own country than you are when you're abroad because you pay a lot more attention when you're abroad. When you get home, it's actually when you sort of switch off a little bit more. So uh, pay a bit more attention. I've never found it a problem. I don't particularly like driving anywhere in the world, let alone in the UK. But they're all automatic cars as well. So it's just basically a massive go-kart. You just point it in the right direction (laughs) and then off you go. That's what I look at, Russ. Yeah, I mean, we've had a car on lots of holidays and and it's been absolutely fine. I think the main stress is that first day, isn't it? When you pick it up from the airport, you've had a big long flight and uh, you're not quite sure where you're going. That's going to be the most difficult driving that you're going to do the whole holiday. So if you can get over that bit, then you'll be fine the rest of it. Yeah, and ask them how to switch the lights on because I can never work it out. I mean, most of the time nowadays, with the more modern cars, they automatically switch themselves on. But... Uh, with some cars, you've still got to switch it on yourself manually. I don't know how to switch it on. Where is it? <laughs> yeah, get a full briefing before yeah. you uh, leave the airport for your car. And also, I mean, kind of, kind of straying into car hire discussions, but I mean, we talked about doing some time at Disney and then going on to your villa. Yeah, you don't need your car really when you're at Disney. So we can arrange for you to pick up your car at the Disney Car Care Centre so that you've just got it for that second part of your holiday. So again, if you don't want to do that, pick it up on the first day as soon as you've arrived, you can pick it up a little bit later into your holiday too yeah you don't really need to pay for your car to because disney charge now for parking in their hotels so you don't really want to pay for your car to be sat there for a week doing absolutely nothing so you might as well get it uh, yeah as we said the the day that you leave disney and then go and pick it up and then head straight to the villa 
So shall we finish with a few of our top tips for staying in a villa? Yeah. So my first top tip is to speak to us to find out what kind of villa uh, is going to be right for you. There are lots of different types of villas, lots of different communities, lots of different areas. And we've uh, got all these sort of the information to hand so we can find out the best villa type that's going to match up for your family. Yeah, there's a huge amount of choice. So definitely have a chat with us. We can give you some pictures of actual villas, talk to you about different sorts of developments and yeah, what would suit your family and your budget too. My top tip, I mentioned it before, I gave a little, a little sneak peek into my top tip is book that extra night at the end of your holiday so that you have a nice stress-free day. You're not worried about having to check out at 10 o'clock in the morning. You've got that villa for all of the rest of your, um, your last day. Um, so you're not just hanging around to get your flight. You can have a really nice last day of your holiday. Yeah, very good top tip for that one. I'd also say make the most of being able to go out to drive out to Walmart and to Publix as well to go and, uh, and buy your food. Stock up on, on the stuff, stock up, stock up on snacks to take to the parks. But also, for example, my mum is, and, and, and you are as well, Amanda, you're both gluten-free. So, you know, there is plenty of stuff over in America to eat that's gluten-free. But, you, you know, it's sometimes a bit harder to if you're walking around the park to find a snack that's gluten-free, you're probably better off finding something that's naturally gluten-free. So being able to go to the supermarket, I say supermarket, they're huge, aren't they? Sort of hypermarket, sort of a mega market. I don't know what the, what the, <laughs> what the great is. But to be able to go and pick up all those things and go and get lots of drinks as well and stock up and yeah, make the most of having that huge American fridge. Yeah, and my last top tip is think about any extras you want. So if you do want to have a games room or a spa, even a home cinema in your villa then talk to us so that we can arrange those for you and also make sure if you're going in the winter months that you arrange that pool heating in advance so that your pool's going to be all nice and warm for you when you arrive definitely <laughs> we don't want you getting into a chilly pool <laughs> no that doesn't sound good at all no it's not good <laughs> okay so if you'd like to find out more about staying in a villa in orlando or elsewhere in florida please do get in touch and um, our contact details are in the show notes and that's all for this week. We really hope you enjoyed the show and finding out a bit more about how you can stay in a villa. Please make sure you subscribe or follow us so you don't miss any of our future episodes. And if you'd like to find out more about fairytale holidays and how you can book your next holiday with us, then please visit our website. That's fairytaleholidays.co.uk and you can find all the links in the show notes. So thanks for listening. And have a magical day. Magical day.